So this is the first episode of Autistic Talk, and we are Raina, uh, Rose, Eliza, and so Autistic Talks is sponsored by Wildwood Equine. Yeah, we're, we're excited and we're kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> but we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We got this. We got this. We'll, we'll bring y'all along on the journey with us. Yes. Um, uh, we really hope for this podcast to be able to reach out to people who are autistic and not autistic so that they can see that there's nothing wrong with being autistic. Agreed. We, we want parents and individuals to know that like they are enough it's and okay they to not be like everybody else and have to be like autism doesn't have to be devastating. It can be amazing and fun and joyful and funny. So I know, I know we have on our little outline because like we have to script it just like uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Rose was just saying that we are going to talk about Sia and the whole music thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I that, have thoughts. That, that dumpster fire. <laughs> As an Australian, unfortunately, you guys can keep her. She's behaving like a stereotypical American. Like, I agree. <laughs> I, I am, I'm disappointed. I think, I think that is the biggest thing because I know a lot of us related to her exactly. in some way, and and then for her, like when I first heard that she was going to be doing a movie about autism, I was really excited. Because I was like, oh my gosh, finally, somebody who kind of understands the need to wear a mask in public, someone who kind of understands the need to be more guarded and like to express yourself in a different way is going to be able to see us. And then she didn't. She didn't see us. She... like she didn't listen. She didn't, I mean, even after people corrected her, she didn't listen. And it, it was just like, like Rose said, it was a dumpster fire. Like it was, I was just so, I, I think like, cause I remember you, you like, I think, I think Raina posted it in the group, like, and I was just shocked. Like I didn't even reply because I was just like, oh my God, no, 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 this can't, this can't be what's, and then sure enough, yeah, that's, that's what's happening, and I was just like, I was, I was just really sad, and I mean, the, the girls and I, we love dancing, and running around, and dancing to her Mm -hmm. music, and I was just like, I just can't, I can't even listen to it right now, because I feel like, you know, she wants us to listen to her and her music, but she did not listen to us. Yeah. It, it's a two-way street. You can't expect us to go, oh, yeah, well done. Thanks for bringing our story. But then not listen to us when, us, when we say that's not It's a, a love story. letter to us. Love letter to us. It feels more like a... St- 
statement about us and yes. no real thing in it. Like they use outdated techniques and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I read that one of them was um, uh, what's the guy in the movie? Music? Or are you talking about the yeah, the, the, the black guy? guy. Yeah, yeah, the black guy. Okay. I know it's it's hard. People don't always want to say it. I'm all like the black guy. I know. I know who you're talking about. I uh, I just can't think of the name. I don't remember his is. name. <laughs> I don't know what his name is either. Okay, wait. We're going to look him up, guys. <laughs> Let's see. going to IMDB it. But the fact I... that he portrayed the restraint that I'm pretty sure killed some an, another... It's- black man yeah it was just recently yeah Yeah. ebo ebo is his name i think in the movie his his the actor's name is uh leslie odom yeah yeah leslie odom jr yeah so the fact that he portrayed that on a small girl well she's not small but for her age she's pretty you know she's tiny she's 14 when she was filming this movie 14 and the movie came out when she's 18 so so Sia had four years to listen to autistics and she didn't Uh, yeah and and it's she didn't take into consideration either the the racial aspect of it there like there's already yeah there's a lot of stereotypes already out there about Mm -hmm. black men and that they're aggressive or that they are they want to hurt people and I mean it I just I really do feel like it just was not tastefully Mm -hmm. done and like Rose said she just she didn't listen she 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 had four years she had a long time to listen and she 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 purposely chose not to and then she does blackface too oh yeah the the braids I mean the yeah like I had people who were like, "Oh, it's just a dark tan," and I was like, "Why are her? Why is her hair in braids? Why is it in braids and then the space buns? That that's not no 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 no. That's not just a dark tan." It, another person said, "What about the lighting?" I was like, "That's what Photoshop and like video editors are for." She had money to do that and she didn't. Yeah, she she's and not poor. She yes, has the yes. money to do that. Like she has the money to live in one of the most expensive places in America. And mm-hmm. so she has the money. Exactly. And if, it was, if it was supposed to be a tan, why is it music tanned in any other portion of the movie? Yeah. And exactly. if it was and why why is she wearing a hairstyle that's not for white people yes yes that's not for our texture of hair that is for like eliza and her daughter's hair not ours Mm -hmm. like it's it's kind of like i mean i don't i don't necessarily mind when people wear braids but the thing for me is i want them to recognize and learn about where it comes from you know what i mean like where it comes from what the historical significance are of braids and she did not pay homage to that she did not i i she didn't even consider it like and it it is so frustrating like mm-hmm. it just it just breaks your heart i mean i have i have friends i have a friend who she's white and she wears dreadlocks and she is very respectful of the culture 
behind the dreads. And the reason that she does it and that she wears dreadlocks in her hair is for, I mean, health reasons, personal reasons, and I mean, mainly it's, it's health reasons. She, she likes that, that self-care process that, Mm -hmm. that taking care of them, making them look nice, the way that she washes them, the way that she wears them out. She's just, I just really appreciate her respectfulness about it. And she actually taught me things about the hairstyle and about wearing dreads and wearing locks. And so it's, it's so frustrating to see Sia who has so much power, you know, who has such a place of influence who could just go and talk to people and ask people, you know, how do you feel about this? But I I also think the other issue is that once you reach that point, there are a lot of yes men around you. That yep. there people aren't going to be genuine with like who they are. And and I could definitely see that being an issue and the reason I think that that's kind of part what happened is because of how she reacted when autistics called her out on it yep. I I don't think I I do not think that she even remotely expected that autistic people would react the way that we did to I she think she that assumed... we would just ignore or just yeah. go mm-hmm. oh yeah or she assumed that we would be proud and we would praise her, yes. which is more evident when people said, why didn't you hire an autistic actress? And the one that blasts into my head all the time is where she had said, maybe they were bad at acting. Oh, exactly. yeah. It's like, pardon if Disney can support an autistic, non-speaking person to make their short film loop and work around her comfort zone mm-hmm. sure as hell see you could have cause- yes yes i and agree that, that's one of the things too she's she likes to, she was saying in her you know where they they started blasting it on all the major networks and talking to her and she said well i thought it would be really rude to hire them and with all the blah 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 like making all the excuses in the world for why she couldn't because it would be rude to the autistic person. But there's autistic people in her comment section and Twitter saying, I would, I'm an autistic actress and I'm nonverbal or I'm partially verbal or I, I am verbal and I would gladly have played it because that would have been a better ally to have than having no autistic involvement at all. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's so frustrating. Cause like we see these people, like I know of actresses that are on TikTok and that are on, mm-hmm. you know, that are, that have a lot of followers. They have millions of followers. They're fantastic. I know, I know ADHD, like in my mind, I would have just preferred a neurodiverse or neurodivergent person. Like exactly. somebody, and if she, if she decided that she wanted this movie to be about Maddie and to have Maddie play that role, then she should have just been honest and say, you know, and said, I, I want to show Maddie's range. I want, I want this movie to be inclu- like to have Maddie as like the main lead character. I mean, would I've been as happy? No, but like, I would have been more happy if she did that than versus like, oh, well, autistic, you know, they're just bad actors. Like, no, that's, that is. It was just so rude. Like, it was so but rude. And the and whole... they have that. 
they have that famous actor that is autistic too. I, what's his name? The one uh, that did the horror Anthony, movie. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. I love yes. him. I love that man. He's amazing. It hasn't he won Academy Awards and stuff like autistics are bad at acting. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. then a female autistic who's told everybody on her TikTok. I'm autistic. I found out when my daughter found out she was autistic and she's doing like happy stims. And um, do you guys, did you guys ever watch The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The mum is autistic in real life. Is she? I did not know that. And she's putting it out there now. She's showing a late diagnosed autistic woman on her TikTok and she's is that why she's been showing up on my tiktok lately (laughs) (laughs) probably yeah but the thing is she's played a whole range of characters from this rude person on one show to this amazing supportive parent on both supernatural and the sweet life of zach and cody and she showed that autistic women and autistic female presenting people mm-hmm. can be amazing actors. Yep. Like, yeah, it's... it's and oh, she's... Go on. Oh, sorry. Both of you sorry. guys both wanted to say something. I was like, oh, go on. I'm listening. I'm listening. Both of you. Sorry. Um, and she showed... She's accepted all these people on her team. She says that she, she asked Autism Speaks, which that's a whole different ballpark but the fact that autism speaks came out and said what is she talking about she didn't talk to us we had nothing to do with that yeah the fact that that. they denounced the fact that they helped her is even a big thing because Hmm. that's like that's bad that's yeah if if autism speaks is like like no no we don't we're not we're not with this (laughs) that that says a lot that says a lot about yeah how bad about, how bad you went how bad she fucked up yeah she yeah. did she she really she really screwed up it's it's sad because like uh it's just it's just it just breaks like my whole heart just crumbles a little bit because i mean i i think that there's a way i think there is a way for her to learn and to come back from this but the first thing she needs to do is to apologize yep she's she's apologized quote Mm. yeah so quite apologize but it was a self-serving backhanded apology it wasn't a real apology it was something like um i i apologize i i should have i should have con uh talked more or i should have turned off i should have not talked back to autistic criticism or something i should have turned off my notifications and ignored it which yeah that's uh, exact opposite of what she should have done you're apologizing for being a shitty person you're not apologizing for what you did yeah yeah it's like, exactly i'm sorry you're offended because i did something offensive yeah it, and it's also the ex the fact that she expects us to forgive her with that i i think too often people don't realize that like the apology isn't so is it so that 
you the other person has to forgive you just because you say mm -hmm. you're sorry doesn't mean the other person owes you mm -hmm. forgiveness no it, it's for you to recognize that you and acknowledge that you did something wrong and then to say that okay i now need to go back and start working on this and i will be honest i do not generally offer forgiveness I offer it for myself, but I don't offer forgiveness mm -hmm. to other people until they start to show me that they understood where they went wrong. Otherwise, I guard my heart and I guard myself because otherwise I, I have gotten hurt before because I forgave too easily. And I think as autistics, we do that a lot where we will forgive people um, very easily without recognizing that they need to show us that they that they are sorry, that they do plan to change. And I don't think C is there yet. I don't think she actually is, I don't, she hasn't written out or said what she plans to do to actually change. She's just basically saying, well, I'm just gonna ignore y'all now instead of doing the work. Right, and then she went and decided that it's good enough that I apologize, but I'm also going to say that I'm going to delete the scene from the movie. I'm going to have this explanation of why it's bad playing before the movies, but then autistic- She hasn't done exactly. yeah, those she things. she didn't do it. Right. And she deleted her Twitter after saying that she was going to, so she wouldn't get any- um, Black. Yeah. Black. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for not doing what she said she was gonna do. Right. And the only reason, and I guarantee you, the only reason why she said that, she, hey, I'm going to take this out was because she was nominated for a Golden Globe because the same day that she was nominated was the same yep. day that she came out with that idea. And it's, it is, it's oh. so amazing that she lost. Yes. I'm glad <laughs> she lost too. I'm, I am so glad. I think it needed, I think she needed to lose. And I... It's just, it just breaks your heart, guys. It really does. It just breaks your heart because there was so much good that could have been done with the idea, the concept. I mean, even the person she based it, the person she based it on was a black person. Like, I think it was a black man, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. So, like, she could have done so much more when it comes to representation and when it comes to listening and when it comes to learning. And I mean, even just like, like, you know, people say there's the bridge, there's the big, huge bridge between like the autistic, the autism parents, the autism moms, and then the autistic community. Sia could have done a lot to actually help bridge that gap. And she didn't. And I think, I think for me, that's- She that's, made it wider is yeah, what it, I've seen. Exactly. You are totally spot on. She did make it wider. She, I, I talked to autism moms who are like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the movie. And I'm like, what, whoa, what, what do you mean? What do you mean there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with the movie? Like there is definitely something wrong. And they're like, no, 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 no. There's, it's, it's completely fine. I'm like, right. okay, you no. Like even autism speaks, you know, like, it's like, no, you can't, you, you, you can't. Right. You and can't have it as, both ways like that. As a teacher, I decided I was going to advocate for teachers to sign this petition because autistic person she made a petition that to the golden globes to resend that nomination because it's always going to say a golden globe nominated yeah, movie or whatever so she 
she did this position petition to resend it and it currently has because i'm looking at it now 136,103 and as i've been sitting on this website just a couple minutes it is going up so the fact that is still it's still being shared that it it's so disrespectful and i share this in some teacher facebook groups and um some of the comments that i received from other teachers who I honestly believe since they said this stuff, they shouldn't be teachers. One, I, I, I had mentioned that not only does it have, is it ableist, but it also has blackface. And they, I had a teacher who said, besides blackface, what's wrong with it that I shouldn't watch it. Blackface alone should be the reason yeah. you don't watch it. Like <laughs> was this a white teacher as well that said Yes, it, it was. Oh, cool. So sad because you know it. You know it. You know that's what you know that's what happened. Like it, right. it's this. It's it's that separation. Like it's people don't realize that like if they were in that same position, how would they feel? They can't. Mm-hmm. They can't put themselves in that position. They can't think about it in that mm-hmm. way. And it's 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 hard because those are people that are going to be with your kids. Those are people mm-hmm. who are going to be with your your loved one, your adult right. loved one who needs a carer. That that is what that is. How can you trust them? You mm-hmm. can't. You 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 can't always trust them if they right. can't empathize with this. Like if they if they cannot empathize with other people in that way of understanding like hey black or disabled yeah like like you can't empathize with either one like (laughs) i i don't i don't want you around my my kiddo if you cannot understand like the importance of doing that and they say that autistics aren't empathetic and then they go and show they aren't the they're the non-empathetic ones it's like right that's the hypocrisy yeah. And then when the other comment that I would I would commonly got was Leslie Odom Jr. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he was on set all the time when this was being filmed. If it was true blackface, he would have said something. Since he approved it, then it's okay. So one black person approving it again proves it for the whole community. It's like we are not a monolith. We are multiple people. We if you like, it's like you can't just ask one person. Oh my gosh, y'all! I I see that a lot where people will only ask one other person. They won't get more voices involved mm-hmm. y'all one of the first things i do half the time is i'm like okay i need a pool of people to give me their advice on this xyz subject i need multiple voices how many of y'all will respond to this because i need at least 20 people so i can look through and filter through and see which response which thing is probably going to suit me best and then pick the top three and try those and mm-hmm. see what happens and even within different communities of people to ask questions and get advice from it, I I I'm like you come on see it like come on people it's you can't just mm-hmm. it doesn't work when you don't when you don't do that when you're not open to that and also being open to criticism I think being mm-hmm. open to criticism criticism when when we actually look at ourselves we can grow a lot I mean, I I understand people are really sensitive to it and I'm really sensitive to it. But I think for me, like one of the things I hope to teach my children is the importance of a pause. 
if somebody is saying something to you and you know even if you disagree with what they're they're saying or you think that maybe you know they're they're not understanding it or seeing it from your perspective pause take a minute it doesn't need to be completely it doesn't always need to be completely hashed out in that moment and it also you you are important enough to take a moment and get more information and come at something from a more informed position. It's okay for you to to tell a group of people like, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure where I stand on this. I'd like to be more informed about the topic or the discussion before I really enter into it. Can we make an appointment or can we talk about this at a at a later time so that we can you know, really figure this out and really like right, sift right. through it. I, I don't think, I don't think enough people have learned that. And I, I hope that, and it's, I don't think enough people have learned it and the people who have learned it end up doing well generally mm -hmm. in life because they learn how to filter through information and how to just honor themselves and respect themselves. Cause um. So the other third thing that they would bring up in this teacher group was that folks who, and I'm going to say have autism in quotes, but you guys can't see me because this is, you know, an audio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have autism similar to music cannot speak because, speak because uh, to neurotypicals, anyone who is speaking isn't autistic. Because for some uh, reason they only see the even if you lower use end text. Mm -hmm. They 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 put people on um Facebook. They say non-speaking autistics on Facebook aren't the right autism autistic because they can use a computer or they can use a um. AAC. Yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, device. Um, and it's like, and? Just because they can use that doesn't mean they're any less autistic. Mm -hmm. I, I just agree. just as autistic as everyone else. And just because you speak does not mean that you're not autistic. And exactly. I, I think we do harm in perpetuating that because not everybody can speak all the time. I think that, that that's something that needs to be discussed more. And also the honoring of when somebody's using a computer as their voice. So I have seen it where kids, okay. I personally am a believer that neurotypical kids and neurodivergent kids need to be taught the different languages that each other speaks and the way that they communicate differently. I think that it would help a lot. And I think that teaching neurotypical kids that, oh, little Jimmy uses an AAC device to speak. He knows the answer to question X, Y, Z. He's going to use his device to communicate that answer to us. He's going to let us know that he has something to say by pushing this button first and then pushing this so that whenever the kids hear that, they hear the whatever the button I, at one place that I've like 
hung out and did stuff, the person used like a bell type sound and then they would say what, what they were, what they were thinking or how they were feeling. And it's mm-hmm. so beautiful to see the children pause because they learned to do that. They would pause, wait and listen to what he had to say and then keep going and keep the conversation mm-hmm. moving and, and give him that chance to speak. And moving on to number four, the fourth most common comment that I would get on this post was too many of the neurotypical teachers think that autistic equals intellectual disability and Uh, thinks that every movie that shows an intellectual disability like I am Sam and all you probably even Gilbert Grape was the one that was commented most it should they show intellectual disabilities and they assume that it meant that they were showing autism and they ask if we were also insulted about those movies and if we were, where were we when those movies came out? You were a child. Right? I was probably not right? even born. It's like, oh my gosh. Come on. We couldn't you say were... anything then. There was no internet. There was no, were you chatting on this form then? Because maybe there, maybe somebody did say something on one of the <laughs> online forums and you just missed it because you weren't. Oh, yeah. When Gilbert Grape came out, I was negative two. When did Eating Gilbert Grape come out? 93. And so you guys were okay. yeah. yeah, I was a little kid. I was yeah, little. I was like four. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, so I have was... a lot to say at four. That <laughs> a movie you were probably way too young to see. They right. banned it. They banned it in my house. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> I, and then I've I, never seen it. I've never seen Eating Gilbert Grape. I've I have seen. The, I've seen the parodies. Oh, okay. y'all, I, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. So like, I've seen it pretty much every Leonardo DiCaprio movie I've watched. I don't know when I Am Sam came out, but you know. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't remember when that one, when that I mean, one came out. That was a decent movie because they didn't right. portray, they didn't portray him as quote unquote, an idiot. They portrayed him as a loving father and he got to have his little girl in the end. Right. Yeah. I I think that that's another thing. I think that there is, there is such a stigma with intellectual disability. Even I will say this and like, I may get flack for this, but even within the actually autistic community, sometimes I think that those voices and that experience is also important. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. I, I try to make sure that I talk with and that I follow and that I am uplifting people who aren't who aren't the same as me, who don't present the same same way that I do and who are different because of the fact that not a lot of people appreciate the things that they do have to contribute. I, I think that it, it needs to not be an all or nothing type of situation. It needs to be more of a look at the situation, look at what the person does or look at who they are as a person. Like being kind is enough. You don't have to have like a super fancy schmancy job. You don't, you don't have to run a huge corporation or, you know, things like, like you can be a person who bags groceries at the grocery store and have a happy, fulfilling life. And that is okay. And 
you could be a person who doesn't have a job at all and who contributes to their family by being funny and kind and generous and loving and that's also okay i i think that we need to normalize that that these these individuals are a part of the community they are important and it can't their voices also need to mm-hmm. be heard and they don't always necessarily need I try, I'm trying to like think of the best way to phrase it. We need them. We need them. We need them and they need us. We need to be there yeah. for each other and we cannot alienate them or we need to also be able to look within ourselves and go, okay, what are my own biases? Where, how do I feel about this? What don't I know? How can I help? And I don't think that people always ask that question. I think I think because of how we already are looked at by society, we kind of just push ourselves, you know, we try to push ourselves away, you know, and go, oh, well, no, that's not me. And I actually see that happening a lot with like ADHD right now. And, and sometimes with autism, I, I mean, that's personally, that's why I'm happy that they got rid of the Asperger's designation, because I do think that it's one full, I mean, I would, I, I'm excited for this part of the podcast when we can start inviting other people or when we invite other people to come and to talk and to share their perspective. Thank you for joining us at Autistic Talk. We really enjoyed having you. Uh, I'm Raina. I'm Rose. I'm Eliza. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.